you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. They've won more division titles, conference championships, and Super Bowl wins than any other team. David, football, football, David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program presented by me, Undies. Go get you some. Find out how soft your bottom can feel. That's my own. I made up that tagline. That's not their own official mm. one. I made that up. But to the matter at hand, who chose that clip at the top? What do I want to hear about Trump talking about the Patriots winning Super Bowls? Is that you, Spaghetti, behind the glass? No, that was an MVP call. Why would she do that? Because she, cause it's funny because the Steelers won more, thought it was like, you know, giving props to your Steelers. Oh, I see. You really should have been able to repeat so, that. So wait a second. Oh, I, I missed that. So, so Trump claimed, do that again, yes. They've won more division titles, conference championships, and Super Bowl wins than any other team. I had no, I didn't even catch that. Why is that not news? Because I, I guess he always lies, so yeah. nobody calls him on his nonsense anymore if it's football related. That wasn't even the biggest mistake he made. What did he do? He said something about somebody he said had that, he said that went then, for three. And they decided to go for three. <laughs> <laughs> Shame the devil. And he touched that uh, terrible towel about a year ago, too. Did he, he? he sullied that. Ugh. Thank goodness the Cleveland Browns were on the schedule and they broke the negative streak and then the Steelers took off from there. Anywho, uh, you hear his voice. He's back in Studio 66 and uh, none too soon because it's schedule release day. We're going to tell you what's on the schedule. I have it right in front of me here. You may be watching it along on NFL Network as we read it, or maybe it's uh, Friday or Saturday and you want to hear us pour over it. Either way, we're going to go over this thing a little bit with our pal all the way from London, England. He serves as our resident Miami Dolphins fan. It's Handsome Hank. Hello, handsome. How are you? I'm very well indeed. Thank you, Dave. It's great to be back in well, Studio 66. What a pleasure as you move up in the uh, in the uh, signature sports uh, organization on the planet Earth as you ascend to the heights there, I, improbably with your English accent. Right. But... You still make time for Studio I 66. I always, always when I can, I do. That's very kind of you. continue to. More Super Bowl wins than anyone. 
than anyone. Than anyone. I mean, nobody – does anybody even check what he said, that that's nonsense? Nobody – I mean, it's not on him. The no. thing – exactly. He's not the one – I mean, that particular speech, I don't believe he sat down and said, okay, I'll write this one, guys. So is everyone just making stuff up in the, in the Casablanca, <laughs> as they say in uh, in Mexico? Casablanca, they call yeah. it. That makes sense. I guess. The White House, that is. I never thought Spanish. of the movie. I didn't until I realized that. And then I was like, oh, Casablanca. You had a vacation, handsome. You went off to Utah. I How did. did you find of all it? all places. How did I find it? I uh, just drove right for a while, and then there it was, Utah. Well, I meant how did you oh, I see. find it? You know, um, How did you enjoy I it? I enjoyed it a lot. It's a beautiful place. It's like, beautiful, being, it's right? like being in a movie, like a Western, like all the time. You go over one hill, and then you're like, oh, we're still in a Western, but it looks a little bit different to the last one. I say it all the time. I've driven through the state a couple of times, and if you're driving east to west, you know, if you've never done it before, as you drive on the, on the 70 that crosses our country, that's the middle right. route. There's a northern one that takes you yep. through the Badlands. The southern route is gets kind of boring. After yeah, you yeah. get El Paso, and then you just you could fall asleep exactly. and, and just drive a straight line through the deserts. Yep. New Mexico, um, all that stuff. I would advise if you have a choice, take the middle route because the Rockies are beautiful and it's something to see as you go through Colorado. But what I didn't know about was Utah, and you're exactly right. Every few miles, the topography changes somehow. Slightly, but still epic. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. Know, why don't they shoot more more movies out there? Well, it the, has everything. The place that one of the places we stayed was apparently around there was where Butch Cassidy used to hide out. For real, ooh, uh, and that was like you know he would it went, if he wanted to go lose himself for a bit because the heat was getting too hot, uh, he would go and hide out around that that area. What? How do you think you would have made your way in the old west? I think I'd have done well. Really? I really genuinely feel. What do you like think I'd you would have done? Just shot people. Really? Yeah, oh, you would have like been an outlaw, gunslinger. Really? Yeah. Would you like you've been people, a bandit? I would have been like the guy that I would walk in the saloon and it'd be like. Oh, look at him! Put the cards away. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the least of it. You yeah. you take uh, one too many hands from him, he'll fill you full of lead. Exactly. Handsome Hank. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you? How do you think you'd have got on? I'd like to think I would have been a great outlaw, yeah. or I don't know. Maybe I would have worn the badge. <laughs> maybe I probably would have started out as an outlaw, and then they'd have become. They, you know what? To fight, he, we got to find somebody who who can understand right. that mind. Yeah. And I would have been the sheriff. Yeah, I could see that. And I definitely would have had a lot of whiskey. Yes. You know? That's what I, That's really where I was going. I like that they used to just give you in the Old West, if the movies are to be believed, that, you know, you order whiskey, they just gave you a bottle of whiskey. Mm-hmm. You know? You didn't even have to answer. I guess it was a simpler time because they didn't even have a wide range of booze. You yeah, know, just, give me a drink. Like, well, we only have one thing. Yeah. Here it is. It's brown. brown. Drink that. And I like a glass. Okay, here's a glass that someone just used that you can have now. Yeah, that wouldn't have been my favorite yeah, part. Yeah. That would have been but issue number the rea- one in the old That was the West. reality. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that people must have smelled bad back then. <laughs> Horrible. Until like the last, you know, when did people start bathing as humans? When did humans start to clean themselves? I feel like we're behind on that. Like, yeah. you know, cats, I assume since they first, you know, made the scene, Started licking themselves well, all over. You, that's not hygiene. I mean, if you, I know, if I don't said, wish I could I'm, lick you myself. Said, uh, no, but if you said I'm now instead of bathing, I'm just going to lick myself clean every day. You would not be. You would. You would smell bad. No, I may have even tried that. Like in like when I was <laughs> six or seven, like the parts that I could lick, yeah. I might have tried to pass that off as right. a bath. Yeah, I, I bathed. Mo Damashek. Yeah, I, I clean. I licked off. I uh, licked all the, the popsicle yeah. nonsense off already, Mo. Um, anyhow, listen, we're getting sidetracked, like and we have a topic. lot to get to. It's the schedule release. Ooh, also coming up, Dwayne Brown left tackle supreme for the Houston Texans. We had a very nice conversation, full range of uh, of issues. We go over his draft experience. We talk about blocking and practice against J.J. Watt, Jadavian Clowney, Whitney Merciless, and the rest, and what that's like and what he felt about. Pretty interesting. You know, he's like a lot of those Texans. They were rooting for a month ago to hear Tony Romo is coming to town and right. he's going to be going to ride in with the white hat and make us a Super Bowl contender. So what was his reaction that day and what uh, – what does he think is going to happen going forward in the draft and beyond before uh, the season kicks off? Speaking of the season kicking off, I mentioned the schedule. Let's start going through it, and we'll mix in some of the other stuff that we cool. wanted to do here, Handsome. But week one, we now know the Thursday, September 7th, 
season kickoff, and I never want to play in it unless I have won the Super Bowl. And that means good things have happened to you in the preceding season. You don't want to be the sacrificial lamb, especially if the New England Patriots are sitting atop the football mountain. The Kansas City Chiefs are that team. What do you think? I think it's great. So, Dave, I just looked it up. It's 140 days from today. Ooh. That's how long we got to wait. So we're counting them off on our fingers. That seems longer than it should be. It seems right. longer than it should be. I reckon it'll go fast, though. I'm excited. I think that the Chiefs... Um, you know that's a, I, I people are down on Alex Smith still. I enjoy watching the Chiefs. I think they'll they'll give them a good game, and uh, it's a good place to start the season. It's not the very best game on the Patriots schedule. You don't want to waste. You don't want to blow out that one. Uh, they're going to play that. They're going to have a rematch of the of the Super Bowl. I think we can. Can I tell people when that is, or is that jumping? Sure, in? no, that's fine. So they're going to. The they do the have a rematch unless you know who's in it. That might spoil things if you know who the two teams in it are, or do you? What are you talking about? The Super Bowl. No, I'm talking about a rematch of Super Bowl 51 against the Falcons. Oh. That was one of the games that they speculated might, oh, oh, might oh. be the kickoff game. I'm glad they didn't put that on the kickoff. So the Falcons against How the... the uh, I would rather it be the Falcons, to be really? honest with you. And I wouldn't mind if that was the if that just became the tradition. Well, it can't be because they don't always play each other. Oh, right. That's true. Okay. It just, it, it, don't shame me. All right. Fine. I didn't mean to embarrass you. I'll tell you what I feel. I don't like this. I don't like this week one. And you can tell the commissioner. You can tell what, the uh, whole of week one. You don't. Brian Rolap or anybody else in the league office. I, I'll, I'll tell it to their face. I won't really though. So no, don't right. actually, I won't actually contact them. But I, uh, I don't like. I've said it before. And now I have to say it again. We've been walking in the desert all off season. 140 days. We've already been walking for many moons already since uh, the Falcons gave up that uh, huge lead to the Patriots. All we want is football. By the time September comes around, we don't care how quality the matchups are. Just give us football. Well, that's exactly I'll watch what I the just ja- said. I'll watch the Jaguars play the the Brown. I don't care. But instead they have to give us really good games in week 1 and waste them in my opinion. Why do we want – Why, if I'm a Ravens or a Bengals fan, why do I want a divisional game against a good divisional foe in week one? You're going to be oh, – one of these teams is going to be 0-1 oh uh, in the division. That's, a, that's too much. They shouldn't well, do that. Dave, I'm not good enough at math to try and explain this, but I doubt that they would be able to make a schedule in week one without there being some All right. I know that like the Giants and Cowboys always play. Have you ever been to a restaurant where they where you arrive, you walk into the restaurant, and maybe you th- you know you get the menu, you're thinking about the menu, and then just then they, they give you a little soup song, something nice, something to try. You know you know what I mean? A soup song. A soup song. I find, what do they call that, too? I'm trying to think of the... Uh, amuse-bouche. Amuse-bouche. Okay, so they, Thank now, you. the amuse-bouche, that's the actual word for it. That's the one I was trying to think of. Tastes delicious. And it's like, whoa, this place is going to be great. But actually, if you think about eating that entire amuse-bouche, mm-hmm. it would be too rich because it's always something that's really, really delicious. What okay. one is, I think, is your amuse-bouche. It is like, it's that thing where it's like, whoa. The, uh, the, I hear you, but the, the Seahawks are playing the Packers. That is delicious, and then then they get, you know then you get into the meat of the season, the real meal. Week mm. six, you're not going to find so many of those things floating. I around. guess I, I hear you, you but eat. the Amuse Bouche is a a, a twenty two ounce steak the, for the Ravens and Bengals and the oh, Giants on, and the Cowboys. Ravens and Bengals is not a twenty two ounce steak. The Seahawks against the Packers, not a divisional game. Playoff that's, stakes. That's your stake. That's your. We'll talk about stakes. Game. The playoffs stakes. are right. the stakes. That's your stake game. But I'm sorry, I, I get that you're an AFC North wonk, but I'm afraid the Ravens and against the Bengals is not something that is considered by the majority <laughs> of NFL. Fans I just say I don't to care. To be a gigantic meal. Well, the Steelers and Browns play too. I also I, Ooh, I don't want to be the Owen. Steelers and the Browns. I don't want. I don't want divisional games in week one. I think that's a simple request. Well, it's not possible. I also feel like, I mean, my the, the metaphor I always use is I would not like to, you know, if I've been out in the desert. I'm not going to be picky about what meal you serve I me. I get that. I'll take crackers. I don't care. Just give me some plain. Yeah, here you go. Here's give the me Tampa some plain wheat at the Miami Dolphins. There's second rate, seven grain bread. I'll eat it. I'll right. fill my belly with it. I don't care. Now, now I'm satiated. Now let's. Talk. Uh, let's talk steaks. Now let's talk a lobster. You know, in week two and beyond. Yeah, there, there, anyway. there are some there. All right. So, what we, else do you like? Your buccaneer, the buccaneers and no, dolphins. I mean, that, that's, that's one. A, that to me is crackers. That's an uh, uh, interconference matchup that 
that ultimately, you know, will be probably relatively forgettable. I've said it before. I'm saying it again. I'm pinning some hopes to the Dol- to your Dolphins and to the Bills to both be quality teams this year. What that means, I'm not sure, but I will say they both must be good because mm-hmm. just once, can't Tom Brady and the Patriots have to go through a decent division to get to the postseason? They have some, they have some rough moments on their schedule. We'll probably get to that, I'm sure, somewhere down the line uh, if we have enough time. But they've got they, they, their road to the Super Bowl is not as easy as it has been in the past. They've got a bunch of, uh, of home games on the back side of, the, of their schedule. I think after their bye week, they play three home games and five away games with three in a row. Bills, at Bills, at They'll Dolphins, be. at Steelers in December. They'll be yeah, they'll 15 probably be 13 and 1 and or whatever. That. Exactly. So the uh, Chargers, our Los Angeles Chargers, mm-hmm. uh, play at the Broncos on the Monday night uh, doubleheader. That one uh, starts off Saints at the Vikes and then Chargers at the Broncos. Your week two Thursday night kickoff game. The Texans at the Bengals. Not too bad. That's, That's a, pretty a pretty good, good one. game. That'll be fun. Um, On and NFL Network. I like to cite the best game. I'm literally going through this. I've just uh, gotten a look at this as we speak here. Cowboys at Broncos, two big name teams at least. The Packers at the Falcons, an NFC title game. Redo there. Um Eagles at Chiefs is compelling because, of course, that's Andy Reid's uh, old team coming to town to show them how he's been living without them. Um, boy, that the Ravens have two divisional games. They they host the Browns in week two. Steelers host the Vikings. Week three, you go Rams at Niners on Thursday night. Okay. That's yeah, good. That's, that's a nice one as well. Then we start our London games. The Ravens travel over to the Jags. Uh, that's right. To play that one. Will you be in early attendance? morning? That's an early morning game as well. One of those nine thirty a.m. Eastern kickoffs. I'd like to be there for that one. I went to my. Well, why don't you come? To, why don't you come, Why turn? don't you and I go the following week, not to skip ahead, when the Miami Dolphins host the New Orleans Saints? I would love Wembley to do that. If you can, if you can make that Let's happen, see if we can do that. Let's do it already. The Steelers are at the Bears in Week Three. I just want to cite for the audience right now. They can do this themselves, of course, but I like to point out uh, the best matchup, Giants at the Eagles. How about an interesting Bengals-Packers game? Bengals-Packers. Bengals at the Packers? Yeah. Uh, whenever I hear that, I think, um, isn't that Brett Favre's first game was against the Bengals? Might have been, yeah. Came in might. and uh, won that game. I'm down with that. Then week four, ooh, the uh, – the so-called greatest rivalry, or the oldest rivalry at least, Bears at Packers to kick things off. That's on NFL Network as well. Then week four. See, too early for me for this one. Steelers at Ravens. I think both those games shouldn't be played before November. Let the division hang in the balance. It always comes down to those Mm -hmm. two. Skins at Chiefs, a battle of uh, Native American uh, mascots. You have... Raiders at Broncos. Yeah, that's my game of the week, I think, week four. Raiders at Broncos, outside of, obviously, the Saints at Dolphins in London. It'll be fun to see the Rams uh, go in there. Well, mm-hmm. they don't have the right uniforms yet, but still, Rams at uh, Cowboys. That's a classic 70s matchup there. My One of my sleeper teams, and other people are starting to jump on this one, too. I noticed Greg Rosenthal's hip on the Chargers. The Eagles are at the Chargers. I think those Eagles, I mean, the uh, Chargers are going to challenge for that division title this year. Yep. Next week five again on NFL Network. Pats at Bucks. Um, the Monday night game is Vikings at uh, Bears. The Packers are at the Cowboys. That's a gem. Every time those two teams seem to That's play, right. That's a good one. Chiefs Texans as well. The Sunday night game in week five. That's a fun one as well. I think. Chiefs Texans. Yeah, those two teams seem to meet in the play. Uh, they're on a little yeah, bit, of a a bit of a Bengals yeah, exactly. Texans kind of roll themselves there um all right so now we're through five weeks let's take a break from looking at the schedule okay. and and uh, move on to this spaghetti what are we doing we're doing over undies yep it's on your card we want to do over undies here the nhl playoffs you know it's a yeah, yeah the nfl has mastered being relevant for 12 months a year but nevertheless there are other sports going on there's some fact, other st- stuff happening. some juicy postseasons happening right now the nhl playoffs handsome i don't know how much you care but they have been splendid so far Right, Spaghetti? A ton of overtime games. My Rangers are on in about 15 minutes or so. No one cares about the Rangers. Don't bring them up, please. But <laughs> like, all right. Likewise with the Pens. Well, not. They're the, I don't know if you heard. They won the Cup last year. You know, Did you hear about that? Unfortunately, I have. 
Um, the NHL playoffs are in full swing, Handsome. Today's right. over-undy uh, pertains to this, including all the teams from the beginning of the playoffs. Over-undy, eight and a half. How many NFL cities are also being represented by their respective NHL team? This is So 16 teams made the NHL playoffs. Right. Eight and a half. How many NFL cities also had an NHL team get to the postseason? This is. Do you know the answer to this? No, I wouldn't. I would have to. I'd have to do the math on how many cities have uh, an NHL and NFL team before I could even begin. Let me. Oh, I, you say I, I have the, the answer, the, but I, le- I legitimately they didn't. They were know. in the NFL playoffs and the NHL playoffs. Did they have to make the playoffs or just be no, in the NFL? No, just have an NFL franchise in that same city. Okay. All right. Well, Pitts, um, Pittsburgh is one. Yes. I'll start there. The. Giants, let's just man. guess. Let's guess the number. Did the first. Giants get to the postseason? It doesn't matter, but it doesn't matter about the oh, right. postseason. Just so Giants, NHL postseason, right? But did they? I can't the remember. New York Giants. Giants. Giants lost to the Packers. Oh yeah. All right. I couldn't have. remember. Odell went to Miami. That's right. It was a big deal. We talked about <laughs> it for right. a whole week. For a whole week, we talked about it for about uh, well. Then we eight talked about it for the next week as well. All right. So that's two. Um, um, the Bruins made the playoffs, so that one counts. Chicago made the playoffs, so that one's there. Um, the Florida Panthers did not make the playoffs. The Lightning missed. The, yeah, Lightning aren't in the playoffs. The nor did the Bucks. The da- uh, Dallas. Bay? Oh, Stars missed the playoffs. Oh, jeez, it's under. I'm gonna say it's under. Does Anaheim count as LA or no? Doesn't count. Okay, the Kings didn't make the playoffs. Um, is there a, a hockey team in Kansas City? I'm not. no help to you here. No. The, somebody tried to move the Penguins to KC about really? eight years ago or ten years ago. Everyone knows there are no Penguins in KC. There's no teams in Canada, so they're all out of the picture. There's no team in Seattle, no team in Portland. How many can there even be left? Did The the Avs didn't make the playoffs. This is hard. It's got to be under. I, I'm, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. we don't need to kind of take a little bit of a tour. The correct answer, it, we were right. It's seven. We got the Blackhawks. Ah, Nashville Predators. That's a good one. Minnesota, we should have gotten that. We did get Pittsburgh. I forgot about the Caps and the Washington, D.C., Boston, and the Rangers. There you go. That's our over-undies. And while we're at it, Handsome, it's almost draft time. I'm going to be going out there next Tuesday. Good stuff lined up already. I'm going to be – I make sure you check out NFL.com through the draft. Every single pick of the draft, all three days – is covered, will be on camera, so make sure you're watching for that. You Matt, will. Matt Money Smith anchoring it, Bucky Brooks, Lance Zerline, and the rest. Me and Colleen Wolf running around. Oh, you're on the outside. In Philadelphia. No, I'm backstage on night one, so make sure you check it out. Night one, I'll be backstage at right after the guys get drafted. I'll, they'll eventually make their way back to Whoa. me, and I'll kibitz with them about foolishness yep. and undermine their the greatest moment of their life with stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best not to ask them stupid questions. I'm sure I'm sure it might happen a bit. Handsome. By the way, have you noticed? I just am catching my reflection here. I gave myself a haircut on Monday. I heard about I, that I really in the last excited. podcast. Well, I was excited about it initially, but as it's grown out a few days, it's starting to not look so good, is it? You, um, you're not a good hairdresser. I would say that. I mean, I, maybe I am with one try. Of then. someone else, perhaps, but not of yourself. It's an incredibly difficult thing to do. Is it, though? Are we sure? Or is it like NFL scouting? People have convinced us. This is right. my this is my, my uh, 2017 epiphany. Right. We have been seduced by fancy words and harumphs when we attempt to speculate about who a team should draw. Oh, you don't understand what goes into it. Yeah. Well, then you you, yeah. you, you hit about 500 with your picks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, NFL it's scouts, not so. exactly. It's not that scientific. Same thing. How do we know? Maybe we've just been convinced. Well, I can, that you I can see, I can see instantly that you're not good at that. It's a ba- so you're going to say it's a subpar hairdo. Um, I would say it's not. It's yeah. It's, it's you're batting about 500. Same as same as your scouting. In honor of the. All right. In honor of the draft, I'm going to just move on and ignore it because I'm classy. Mock draft of things presented by Verizon. Right now, let's do fictional football players. Hmm. Hank. That's one that Spaghetti and I came up with as uh, Emma VP makes her way across to Philadelphia. Oh, banner news for Emma VP and for and for your eyeballs as well. 
is Emma VP, now a published author. Go to NFL.com. She now wrote, she wrote an end around Dan Hanzus's ongoing uh, segment on NFL.com is now uh, is now being penned in part by Emma VP. Wow, good yeah. for her. That's I, I can see that fit. I'm surprised that Hanzus is able to to relinquish the controls. A little, you know, it's a bit of a control freak, but I'm mm-hmm. surprised. But I'm, I, she seems like exactly the right person for it. Yeah, because she she doesn't like to talk a lot. Hanzus will like that. right. Hey, 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 hey listen talk. to me. I'm the boss. You do as I say or you get uh, you get shown the road. Get get a boat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's draft something. OK. We have to draft some stuff. Let's draft fictional football players. I'm going to let you go first. Who's the greatest fictional football player? Um, hmm. We've got a list in front of us. I want to be um, I bet you Emma wrote this. No, this is Spaghetti's work. Really? Okay, this is this this is a good list. I don't know. I mean, look, I think it's a garbage list. If you don't mind me saying so, Spaghetti. It's a little. It's a little recent. Yeah. Do you uh, you understand? They made movies before 1998, right? <laughs> this was discussed between myself and Emma that it's we're younger children almost, and this is what our list is. So, I'm, I That's a weird posture to take. Hey, this is what you get. Oldie. I could also argue that the characters we did put on here are better than any of the older stuff. Well, to me, the greatest quarterback in movie history is Rifleman from uh, All the Right Moves. He, in fact, that guy goes on to play for the Jets in their replacement team. Shane Falco is on a fictional replacement team, but Rifleman in All the Right Moves, a high school guy, actually was on a a real replacement team, the Jets, back in 87 or whatever that was. Handsome, go ahead. I bought you some time. Thank you very much. I am going to, I mean, as soon as I see his his second name on the list here, I um, am in love with Coach Eric Taylor from Friday Night Lights. Mm -hmm. He is a... You kind of look like him. Thank you. That's almost the greatest compliment you could give me. Mm. Uh, Also, star of Bloodline. Um, which is a good show you should check out on Netflix. Anyway, that he he's not, I mean, you don't draft coaches, but because he's here, I'm I'm taking Coach Eric Taylor. He's going to be a coach? Yeah. That's what you're going to do. I'm going to take a high school ball coach. Yes. I feel like he's ready to make the move. All right. I mean, you saw what he did with uh, with um, with with the the East Dillon Panthers and then the West Dillon Panthers or the West Dillon. I can't remember what they were called. I will take with my first pick. Is this or or you have some of the guys from uh, any given Sunday? You have Willie Beeman on there. Steeman Willie Beeman. I mean, Lawrence Taylor played for that team. He'd be a good pick as well. North Dallas 40, not represented mm-hmm. here. Well, you could pick Nick anyone. This is just a suggestion. What about who did Heinz Ward play in uh, in the uh, Dark Knight Rises? Oh, Batman. He yeah. returned to kickoff for a touchdown in that one. I believe he played himself, though. He was Heinz Ward in that I one? I don't think he was, was he? He wasn't playing for the Steelers. He was playing for a fictional. I could go, yeah, you know, you could go back to – um, heaven can wait and go Joe Pendleton, who Warren Beatty plays He's the Rams dead. QB. No, but he inhabits a body, and then he plays QB. He goes into the game, and he beats the Pittsburgh Steelers yeah. in the ongoing senseless attack by Hollywood on Pittsburgh, on Pittsburgh. sports team. I never understood yeah. that. That's a conversation for another time. This is fictional, guys. So not just, uh, okay, I'll take – I'm gonna take Rifleman. He's my quarterback. He's got he can sling it. That's my quarterback. You go, handsome. Okay, I'm gonna take uh, an NFL Network creation. Uh, Leon Sandcastle was uh, essentially <laughs> a, um, a fictional souped-up version of Deion Sanders. I believe even maybe played by Deion Sanders. Um, Charlie Brown. Charlie Sorry. Brown. He can't even the, the kicker. Yeah, it's a, it's funny. <laughs> There's also a dog on this list. Who's the dog? Oh, Air Bud. I know. I you know what? I don't know. Oh, Forrest Gump was a terrific kick returner. Yeah, he never even got touched. It seemed like he never. Ryan Gosling is in Remember the Titans. I didn't know that. I never saw that one. I'm gonna go. You know what? I know I'm doubling down here on quarterback, but I think I can use him as a uh, as a nice shifty running back. I'm gonna go Paul Crew, longest yard. Hmm. I'm short a quarterback at this at this stage, and although we never, I don't haven't watched tape on him at all. Johnny Utah 
um, from Point Break, you know what he, what he showed apart from the knee injury, what he showed uh, when Dump. he was chasing bad guys. Right. To me, he's got heart, he's got grit, he's got everything you need from a quarterback. I feel like he's going to be my guy to to. What he doesn't have though is an ACL. You know, well, I mean, like he can't, he can't he can't run. He w- he was destined for the stars. Yep. After he won the Rose Bowl for Ohio State, but I mean, but it didn't happen. But I'm giving him that shot that he's been looking for. I'm going to take, because I think he'll make the locker room fun, I'm going to take Rod Tidwell hmm. from uh, Jerry Maguire. Tidwell's a, good, Tidwell's a good pick. I think he works hard. I think if we learned anything, he's a, you know he, he wants it for the team. He wants it for the family. I want that in my locker room. Okay. Um, I am going to take uh, – I need Finkel. a – Ray Finkel's on the list? Finkel. From I, East Ventura. I need a kick returner. Yes. I know this guy can do it. I've seen it on tape. Forrest Gump. Ah, I wanted Gump myself. Gump is gonna he's gonna be taking back kicks for me and I feel like we're we're gonna be flying with him uh, back there. To- Move over Des Devin Hester. This is uh this is these are some uh, bonus points that you might get there. Um and then I'll take um I'm gonna take uh, the ice box from Little Giants. That's what you need. I wanna run stuff or you're not gonna run on this football team. That's right. a good one. All right, let's move back to that. So there you have it, our uh, our first mock draft. We have another one we're, we'll do before the end of the show. We got to do well, – oh, we're going to do one after the show. Uh, we'll we'll figure that one out uh, before – well, well, we have – we'll figure out what we'll do. Handsome, so, what you want to just draft stuff? I just want to dra- draft things. Okay. It Hierarchy could, of, yeah, what's yeah, important just, in the world. Or maybe so, not even that, just things. Just stuff that you yeah. want. Okay. Or stuff I don't want. Right, Just let's continue before Dwayne Brown gets here. Where's our schedule? What else? Do I, so uh, Thursday night we football, to? week six, Eagles at Panthers could be a good one. What do you think? Carson Wentz. What's your best guess? And that's what it is. Carson Wentz now has some good wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Yep. You think the offensive line, just from health and uh, return, guys returning from suspension and so on, that the line should return to being a, a, a positive net for yep. that team. Everything you hear is that they're going to target a running back pretty early in the draft, so let's hope he's got someone else behind him to, to help out. Mixon, perhaps. So what do you think? Bet, what's your best guess on, uh, on Wentz? I think Wentz will be closer to what we saw in those first five weeks when people were swooning over him than he was at the back end of the season when everyone was was a little bit down on him. I like that guy. Uh, Big one in the AFC West, I suspect, for uh, division supremacy. Chargers at the Mm. Raiders. I think everybody's handing it to the Raiders this year. Um, I don't... Uh, Yeah. I don't know why the Chiefs would regress. Um, you know, I, I do think they're going to take a quarterback, though, and I wonder if that will muddy things a little bit for the Alex Smith tenure. But Well, at the same time that their Chargers are taking on the Raiders in Oakland, the Chiefs will be hosting your Steelers, so they'll have a that, that's a pretty big test for them as well. The Dolphins are the Dolphins at, are the at Atlanta. Right. There's your team, Patriots at the Jets. That should be a rollover game. That's the one team that probably is not going to be good in the AFC East this year is those Jets. Week 7, Chiefs at the Raiders. A dandy. It's my favorite. They're not. Are they doing color rush this year? I don't know. I hope so. I love those color rushes. I don't mind it. It's fine most of the time, but not when it's a classic rivalry. I like when the Chiefs wear the red pants and go up to Oakland. That's the I'd best like uniform. all in red. No. The best uniform matchup in sport is when the Chiefs wear the road red pants yep. to go up and play the black jerseyed uh, silver and black Raiders. I wonder what that'll be like in Vegas. We don't have to. Worry. Do we know yet where that's going to be? You have all the inside poop now. Is that going to be eighteen or nineteen? I don't know. You don't know yet. All right. The skins and Eagles stadium. round that one out on Monday night. Ooh, Bengals at Pittsburgh. That's become that's a, a big one. A, a must watch. And then Falcons we're back in at, London. There you again. go. We're back there, in London that week. There's your uh, – oh, where's that one? Oh, yeah. There's a there's a couple of West Coast teams coming. Ooh, is that a night game? What time does that start locally then? 6 p.m. Br- what's BST? British, British Standard Time. Is it all the same time zone there? Yes. It's a very That makes sense. Country. It's a thin yeah, it's little a thin island. thin little there. island. I never thought about that. So you're all on one time zone. Yeah. Oh, how liberating for your brain. Did yeah, I you have don't to worry to about, about what time? Else. What time is it, Mom? Same time as it is with you, young Henry. Don't forget, here in the UK, we're all on the same clock. Um, 
Yeah, Mother's Day is coming up, pants. And we, I really, yeah, we wanna, need to. I want to get your mum on the phone. We should get both it all out. Yeah, mom, we'll get my, my mother, mom. but I want Ike's mother to be here. Yep. Let's have a powwow with yeah. all the moms. Maybe we could do the whole show and let them just sit and have a conversation with each other. That'd exactly. be great if we could line that up. And then uh, make sure we don't uh, miss on this. Your Sunday night game. That's your Super Bowl Fifty One rematch. Falcons. That's the one. That's what I was Patriots. talking about earlier. So if it's six p.m. BST, British Standard Time. What time is it here? Uh, what do you mean? What time is it up now? You mean what time? I don't know. It's it was the same time. You can see it's one o'clock Eastern, which is ten o'clock Pacific AM. Oh, it'll be one oh oh when this game kicks yeah. off. They've, they, what they did is they took the normal kickoff time and then they added five hours. I like it the when they do it in the morning. I find that delightful to wake up even earlier, to wake up at like 6 a.m. and start watching yeah, football. I love it. Don't jive me. I love it. Oh, speaking of waking up early, I'm coming in early with a bunch of uh, NFL media colleagues for the mock draft on NFL Network. Ooh, I yeah. love that show. That's been my in favorite it for thing. Many moons. Yeah, you're now. almost the, uh, the the sort of the longest tenured guy on there, I should think. Ike, Marie, Cynthia Freeland, uh, Colleen, I know is going to be Mike Mayock going to be part of it. I like it when he makes fun of you. He pretends That's... every time that he has no idea who you are <laughs> and then mocks you. He does a great job of it. The whole thing. Calls me Dave Damachek. <laughs> hey, Damachek. that he doesn't know yeah. who I am. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there he is! Gives me, gives yeah. me that like every year. Like, oh, there, there he is! There he is! That's yeah, so, still Dave. And then, and then, you, <laughs> as you make your pick, he kind of just talks over it because he's like, it really doesn't. No one needs to hear what this guy's going to say. He's a clown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling your mother you said that. <laughs> Dolphins at Ravens Thursday night football. That's a fun one. And a nice uniform matchup, too. I, You know, I'm, people consider me curmudgeonly about this, but the purple and the aqua happen to go nicely together. Here's the thing, though. If color rush happens, that oh, could, could go horribly That could be wrong. vomitous. I'm yeah. glad you, you pointed. How many London games are there? The There's Vikes four are of them the Browns. This year. We're so excited. I knew there Think were about more. it. The Vi- well, I don't know how exciting Vikes at Browns is. But well, right. it's a, one of those early morning ones. You can get up early and watch it. All right, I'll do that. Broncos at the Chiefs rounded out on Monday night. Steelers at Lions is your Ooh, Sunday night game. That, by the way, is a pretty uniform matchup that doesn't happen very often. What did you think of the Lions' new get-ups? Uh, I, I've obviously heard your thoughts on it as a as a podcast listener. Um, I think that they've done better to lose the black. Um, I kind of like that all gray look that they uh, that they're gonna, they're gonna roll out from time to time. But I, I think overall it's a it's an improvement. I'm gonna have to see general. it on the field. I can't I to, render a verdict. What, the gray on one, the gray. I yeah, have yeah, to I see. Th- that. I agree. With I, that. I'm, I'm not positive yet. Your Thursday night game again on NFL Network. Bills at the Jets. Your Sunday night game. This is Week Nine, of course. Raiders at Dolphins. Oh. That's a seventies yeah, rivalry. Uh, here's beauty. what the Dolphins last season rolled out those seventies throwback uniforms, I think twice during the season. If they're gonna do it, NBC, Sunday night football against the Raiders, that's the day that's the time to, to bring back the, the fish jumping. Did you hear that, Dolphins? That's the right move. It's the only move. You're playing the Raiders for goodness sakes. Let's do that. Then Thursday night, uh, week ten, Seahawks at Cards, NFL Network. Your Sunday night game in Week Ten is the Patriots at the Broncos. Eh, by then, I would. When do they get the flex? Twelve. You can start flexing. Uh, in week I think 12? it's five actually this season. Is that right? Yeah, it's wow, much I earlier. W- Sunday nights. Week I know five the Patriots are a draw, but I wouldn't be stunned if that was. I think the Broncos are a draw as well. They are, but I'm. I, but I think they're going to come in last place. And people mocked me when they were undefeated halfway through the season or whatever that was. But I was proven correct that that team regressed, and I don't know what's going to happen to turn them around this season. Week eleven, Thursday night, Titans at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Sunday night, Eagles at Cowboys. Well, hold on, you skipped over. I think one of my favorite games of the season: the Raiders hosting the Patriots in Mexico City. A Raiders oh, team yes. looking, you know, that's that was a team that we all talked about. Maybe they're the ones that could knock out the Patriots in the playoffs. Then Derek Carr hurts himself. Now they go down to old Mexico. It's funny. They want to do the uh, – they always want to do the um, the the Steelers down there. Apparently the most yeah. popular teams are Cowboys, Raiders, and Pittsburgh. I guess that's and the Patriots. in America yep. too. But uh, um, we got a wrap, Spaghetti. Got a guest coming in here for uh, MTS, so yeah, unfortunately. You stink. For who? Well, Who's wait. I want to – 
Wait a second. Before we wrap, I just want to say, like, because this is my favorite thing to review, and we've reached it now, week 12, your Thursday Thanksgiving lineup. This is mm. the most important. Yeah, this is it. In the Listen, schedule release, aside from your rooting interests and where your team might be in close practice, if you live around the country, oh, my team's going to be somewhere that I can drive to. That's that's big. But nationally, the biggest games, Thanksgiving games. Vikings at Lions. Hmm. Well, I, mean, I don't know. We'll see. I don't. I. I, I don't know if that's a good one. Yes. I mean, they're always the first one. Is hmm. I think the Chargers are going to be mm-hmm. good at the Cowboys. I like that. I don't like the uniform match. I do. I, really? Yep. Well, they'll, they'll do something. They usually break out some. Yep. Some different kind of uniforms. Then your big prime time matchup: the Giants at the Skins. I like it. Mm. I like that. People, people are going to like it. All right. Let's look ahead then real quick before we wrap it up here. I'm sorry. See, we didn't get through it with all our foolish. Well, let's pick, let's pick one more game that we both really like. Weeks. Well, I want to jump to Christmas because that's what matters too. Okay. It's like when you're on vacation, you know. To, yeah, what am on, I going to be watching? On your break. Saturday, December 23rd, you have the Colts at the Ravens, and that's a 4.30 East Coast start time, so it's a little later, and then a primetime Vikings at the Packers. A lot of primetime action, it feels like to me, for the Vikings who are – a wild card and how relevant they're going to be. We don't know Sharif Floyd, Adrian Peterson. We don't know what is going to Sam Bradford. We know the Vikings are going to be worthy of all these primetime slots. I'm not sure. Then Sunday, you have a, uh, a full slate of games there highlighted by guest lines at Bengals. Seahawks Cowboys. That's the game. Oh, look at this. See, Eddie Spaghetti is uh, Eddie Spaghetti was telling us we have to wrap it up in my ear and I ignored it. And now our boss, Mark Brady, has come in. Has he shut us down? Yeah. He's like, D-, but he wasn't, but there was no mirth in his yeah. voice in doing it. Why, will you do, will you do, Mark Brady, will you do, uh, will you say, use the voice you just used, but do it on the mic? We'd like to hear the way you did it. The grave tones that you used to let us know we have to move on. Dave, you got to wrap it up right now. Like that. That's what I heard, Mike. What's happening, Mark? What's what's coming? <laughs> I want to know. I'm excited about. I'm, I, to, you have to do your mock draft of things. Oh yeah, we're going to draft. Oh, we're going to do that right now. Yeah. Oh, so we don't really. Have, we're not wrapping everything. We're we're just wrapping the schedule right. bit, and we get to do the nonsense still. Sunday the nonsense won't be seen until next week. Though. Christmas Eve. Is uh, your Christmas Eve game starting at 325, which is a weird and wonky start. The start times of these games are kind of uh, kind of weird, but uh, it's Seahawks at Cowboys is uh, your late afternoon game. Why is there no Sunday night football on Christmas Cause Eve? Because it's enough already, they figure, you know? Well, Let people Seahawks sit around the Cowboys. tree. Why Seahawks Cowboys? I think people, I bet you there would be a fan base that would balk about that. I would be happy to be out there. Yeah. On Christmas Eve. But there'd be people, oh, you know, it's a family. Come on, NFL. Mm. Know your place. Um, then Monday, uh, one year to the day that the Pittsburgh Steelers claimed the AFC North crown on Antonio Brown's lunge reach as Eric Weddle face-masked him and tried to stop him, but he barely, Antonio Brown got it across the goal line and delivered a division crown. The Steelers are at the Texans. On Christmas Day, and then the Raiders are at the Eagles in prime time. That's a good one. And you can look up the rest there on NFL.com. It's all available for you. Handsome Hank, it's been a pleasure to see you once again. Nice I to look see you too, to, Dave. to swinging in Philadelphia Yeah, let's next get some week. dinner. Well, we'll definitely continue our culinary tour. I hear Philadelphia has some great food over there, some good sit-down yep. restaurants, not yeah. cheesesteaks, I'm talking. We'll also eat cheesesteaks. We should eat cheesesteaks. Make no too. mistake. All right. Um, that's it. But right now, take it away, Dwayne Brown. All right. Maybe, I mean, for many years uh, over the last decade, this guy would be considered the best left tackle in all of pro football. The Hokie from Virginia Tech. Now the Houston Texans' main man protecting the backside of whoever is under center in 2017. Let's try and figure out who that's going to be with Dwayne Brown. How are you, man? Doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Certainly, certainly. Thank you for making the time. We just, uh, as you sat down, we just figured out that you and I live in the same neighborhood in uh, in Los Angeles. Yeah. Fun. We're going to hang out? We should. Okay. We should. we should. That's not saying yes. You're just saying, like, yes. We've ta- we should isn't like, yes, definitely we will. Yeah, 
We will. I mean, if you're not excited about it, then you know what? Let's see how this goes, and then we'll uh, talk. We'll go. revisit this at the end. Something we've been doing here the last uh, few weeks, understandably, is uh, as draft 2017 draws nigh we've been going through it with our pal Maurice Jones Drew five running backs went ahead of him we reviewed that Malcolm Jenkins joined us we went through the 13 names in the 2009 draft that went before him it's fascinating stuff it it really shows you how hit and miss uh, the draft process can be let's look at some of the names in 2008 when Dwayne when Dwayne Brown went first off the board Jake Long who's had the better career Dwayne Brown that's it right yeah, yeah. No, fat. Don't, don't, don't be shy. I know you're modest. No, you've yeah, had, you know, yeah, some good, some good years. Then, then, uh, you know, injuries set in on him. About Chris Long. Chris Long's had a great career. He's had a, ra- he has a ring. He has a ring. I'm still going Dwayne Brown though. Well, that's, that's a good argument. Matt Ryan, ice. He uh, went to a Super Bowl. Yeah, Matt Ryan's so. had an incredible career. Then there's Darren McFadden. Now here we're getting into the good area. Glenn Dorsey, Dwayne Brown beats him. Vernon Golston, you got him beat. Cedric Ellis, you got him beat. Derek Harvey, definitely. Keith Rivers, yes. Gerard Mayo, yes. Leotis McKelvin, yes. Ryan Clady, how do you feel about that? He had a great stretch as well. Um, he's had a tough couple, well, a few years of injuries. Uh, but when he's been healthy, you know, he's been to the Pro Bowl. He's been to more Pro Bowls than I have. Is that true? How hard is it for you, or how easy is it, I guess I should say? Um, I I often say that the one thing, you know, pro football, as big as it is in, you know, to to American uh, sports fans, there is a funny paradox, which is nobody really, or 99% legitimately, I think, of football fans can't truly assess quality offensive line play. Does that bother you? Do you care? Do you – because everybody – people like me go off of – well, we know, as you just mentioned, how many Pro Bowls and everything else. Can you assess who's – wow, Clady, boy, he he really sits down. You know, he knows how to drop that bum and anchor himself. And I mean, can you do that? And Can you assess a college prospect in, you know, one series kind of thing and say this guy's going to be a star? Uh, It's hard. It's hard because, I I mean, I was a project coming out of college, you know – I played one year at left tackle my senior year and you know I had I was very athletic but not nearly as polished as I was you know my third year in the NFL when I really started to take off um so it's kind of hard I think every every case is different you know you have some guys that have uh just been groomed to play that position for a long time and they really have are very technically sound you have some guys that are just freakish athletes that get away with a lot of bad technique but you can tell that they're going to be great once they get mm-hmm. really, really, really coached up. Um, so I think it varies. It's but but it's interesting to me that you know you hear Leonard Fournette now there are rumors and it you know it's easy to say let's just get to the draft already. There's too much analysis all this, but like we say there there are plenty of misses along with the hits in this draft process. Is that is that ultimately the 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 thing that? is hard to really for these uh for these evaluators to figure out is if they have the will. You know, I don't know if Leonard Fournette deserves those charges that we don't know if he has the passion to to play pro football, but one thing that has come through for me that's very clear talking to successful pro football players is you got to want to do it because it's live out there. It's no joke. You can't be out there like trying to you can't be a guy I'm I just want to make money. I want to yeah. stay healthy and get out of this thing. You you have to have a certain will to knock heads and everything. Is that the thing that you can't gauge in this process? Yeah, it's tough because the grind of a college season, uh, the day-to-day is totally different. You know, once you enter the NFL, this is your livelihood. You're not going to class. You don't, you know, your social life is different. And training camp is no joke. I think when you come to your first training camp, you realize you have to have a love and a passion for the game to want to do that over and over and over again. Uh, When you take those first few hits – you know what I mean? You you know, you're going against some grown men. You know, my first game, my first NFL regular season game was against James Harrison at Pittsburgh. And that was a, a hell of an introduction. You know what I mean? And you have to, you know, you have to dig deep and feel like, am I ready for this? Am I cut out for this? Do I want to do this for however many years I can? Uh, so that gets kind of uncovered pretty quickly, you know, and it's kind of hard. I mean, I don't think it's that hard to gauge that in college. You can look at a player's demeanor when they play of how they're going to be mm-hmm. uh, to an extent. You know, uh, once you factor in the amount of money they get, um, you know, I think, you know, them wanting to be there, 
the leadership they have in that locker room, the older guys bringing them along, I think they'll be fine. Um, it just is, uh, yeah, it's fascinating to me because you do hear, why did that, so why didn't that guy, he was, uh, you know, his pedigree was beyond, quite, why didn't, why did he kind of flame out? It almost seems like it always comes back to, yeah, it turns out he just didn't have the desire, didn't have the fire. Yeah, it happens. It happens sometimes. And, and you know, you see it, you see it as an older guy, you know, with the younger guys that come in, they just don't, aren't as committed to it, you know, to, committed to being the best player they can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people just want to halfway do it and, just get by and, and make a living and try to save some money and, and say that they did it for a few years. And, mm. you know, you try to weed those guys out as much as you can. Not with where the Texans have been. You can't afford that sort of stuff on uh, where the Houston Texans no. have been. You guys are, I feel like, right on the cusp. So to round it out, Jonathan Stewart's had a nice career, nice career injuries. Uh, notwithstanding, Chris Williams uh, goes to the Bears out of Vandy. Brandon Albert, a lot of tackles. They, they they say the 2017 draft is the worst draft for offensive linemen in 15 years. Wow. This one was loaded with uh, talent. Uh, DRC goes to the Cardinals. Gosder Cherilis. Flacco goes to the Ravens. Pitt's own Jeff Do- uh, Oda, Akib Talib, Sam Baker, Felix Jones, Rashard Mendenhall. Boy, a lot of OTs, uh, a lot of OTs listed there. Lucky for me, about half and half. Yeah, some worked, some didn't. Yeah, Lucky ended up me, uh, Texans got a steal, eh? Yeah, eighth tackle taken in that draft and still win the first round. Why is it something that uh, that uh, scout uh, around here, Daniel Jeremiah? Um, brought up to me a, a, a number of years ago, and it's a, it's a fascinating point, especially now with guys are back there in the gun. Why is left tackle? You always hear, you know, you need a QB, you need a, if you can get a shutdown corner, and then it, it seems like another key detail for successful teams is a really strong left tackle. Why, though, is that more important in, in, in the way the game's being played now? It seems to me the right tackle is the guy, if I'm a quarterback, I don't want the, and I'm right-handed, obviously, I don't want to see the pass rusher coming at me. At least let me be blind to it. If I see the guy bearing down on me, that's what's going to spook me, right? No. I mean, if you see it, you you have pocket presence. You know you when you when to get rid of the ball, even if it's just throw it away. You know, you know if the tackle's riding his hip, you can step up, get around him. As a left tackle, you have no idea. You have no idea what's back there. You don't know when to throw it. You don't know when to try to evade someone, um, you know. So I think it's it's been more important. I, I will say this though: uh, over the last few years, the guys rushing the right tackle have really, really evolved. Hmm. You know, um, when we played Denver, you know, I might have blocked Vaughn Miller maybe four times that game. Um, against Oakland, you know, Khalil Mack switched sides quite a bit, but majority of the year he rushed the right tackle. You know, so it's you know, right tackle is important. Is really kind of equaling out to the left tackle at this point because of the talent on the other side of the ball. All right, let's get into it. Let's talk about it now. It's what everybody wants to know about. First of all, take me back uh, a few days, a couple weeks ago. Tony Romo, I, ca- I can't do it. I got to hang it up. I'm going to the broadcast booth instead of to the uh, to the Texans huddle. Shocking? Disappointing? What? Uh, I was a bit shocked. You know, I, I – th- I, I didn't know what to expect, really. You know, um, I, obviously I heard a lot of the talks coming into uh, him possibly coming to the Texans. And, um, you know, as a, as a veteran player, as a guy that played a long time in this league and, and, and played against the Cowboys a lot and, and a fan of the game, you know, you respect his legacy and, and everything he's accomplished. You know, um, you know, looking aside from the injuries he's had, you know, when he's been out there, he's been one of the most productive quarterbacks in the league year in, year out. Um you know, so that that opportunity to play with someone like that, it's intriguing. You know what I mean? It's intriguing, and, and you, you think about it. Uh, when he decided to hang it up, I was a little, little surprised, you know, but I wouldn't say I was disappointed. Uh, you know, you move on, you know what I mean? And, and you know, we have uh, Tom Savage, the guy who's a young guy, hasn't played a lot, but definitely has a lot of talent, you know, and uh, looking forward to seeing what he can bring. I, I'll tell you, uh, to me, I know this is obviously pretty simplistic, but to me, the way I judge quarterbacks, and it and it tends to work out way more often than, than not for me, is you just look at a guy throw a football. Like, he, he cuts the figure of an NFL quarterback. Yeah. Whatever pedigree he has or anything else, I mean, just watch Tom Savage throw a ball. He's yeah. a, he clearly has a whip, and he's a big guy. Yeah. He, he at least physically looks like a guy who would be playing uh, NFL quarterback, right? Oh, absolutely. He has has a big time arm. He can make all the throws. Uh, he has he has some tough breaks, you know. what I'm saying with injuries, um, 
but we know we we're all confident in him because we see him every day, you know. And uh, obviously, get practices aren't the games, but you see the the potential there. You see what he can bring day in and day out. You see his preparation. You know what kind of guy he is. So we're all confident in him. Um, people on the outside looking in don't know as much about him as we do, uh, but he, he's he's definitely got it. One guy who did not who passed my my look test, my eyeball test. That guy looks like a quarterback. He's got a whip and and so on. Ryan Mallard. Why didn't that work out there? I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I like the smile <laughs> on your face when I. Ask I don't know. Mallard Mallard's a good dude, man. Yeah. You know, everybody likes him. Everybody yeah, that's my guy. To, you know, what yeah. I mean, a uh, good friend of mine. You know, when he was there, and, and I talked to him a couple times since he's since he's moved moved on to Baltimore. Um, I don't know. I mean, he he had a big time arm. Um, I'm not a. It seemed like O'Brien really liked him. Yeah, at least I mean, was intrigued by the the talent there. Yeah, I mean, they spent time together in New England, so you know he knew what he could bring. Um, I know he got injured as well. Uh, he came in his first game playing when we played at Cleveland. Um, his first year there, you know, it was an incredible performance. Mm-hmm. You know, he ran the offense better than anybody I'd seen. You know, coming in no huddle. Had Cleveland faking injuries to call timeouts because they were tired, uh, just moving the ball up and down. You know, he got injured with his with his pec, I believe, and, you know, we played Cincinnati, and, uh, you know, he wasn't himself, you know, and after that, you know, not sure what happened. I think once there's some good buzz about him or, or you know, no negative kind of talk about him, I, I bet you he's going to be – in this in this uh, NFL 21st century when everybody's trying to figure out who's a, who's a quarterback who you can get by with or succeed with, I bet you Ryan Mallow. We've, we, we're we're going to hear more from him than just as a backup in Baltimore. I think he's going to land somewhere and have a second act in the NFL and be something, and, and be something special. Meantime, though – Let's play a game we've been playing here, not just for the Texans, because I think the Texans, I think you guys, if that works out a QB, 1A in the AFC, favorite to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, okay, you're not gonna, nobody's going to knock off uh, Brady as the favorite to get there until Brady goes away, but I feel like you guys are loaded. And J.J. Watt, what's the latest on J.J. Uh, and his health coming back? Um, he's, he's doing pretty good, you know, from what I know. Uh, he's working his tail off like, JJ does, you know, I mean, he's the hardest worker I've ever seen in my life. And, um, you know, he's had plenty of time off now uh, to recover, you know, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he can bring. Who's harder to block in practice, him or Clowney? Oh, man. Right now, I would say uh, JJ's a little bit harder. Uh, Clowney, Clowney's, he's he's evolving a lot at a rapid rate. Uh, but, you know, he's had some injuries. This has been his first year healthy, and he's – just learning how dominant he can be. Uh, and it's scary. It's scary. He's big. He's strong. He's fast. Uh, he's learning more moves. You know, but J.J. is a very polished player. And, uh, I mean, I've been going against him for six years now. So he knows me pretty well. And uh, he knows what I'm going to do to counter whatever he does. You know, so it, it, it's it's a battle. As they say, probably mutually beneficial, legitimately. That, two definitely. two pro bowlers going head-to-head every day. You're not going to see anything tougher than that on Sunday, right? Uh, it's amazing. I mean, our practices, you know, me going against guys like, you know, J.J. Clowney, uh, Merciless, you know, it, it's – is you can't get anything like that. You Plus, know. you have the stench of uh, Brian Cushing's vomit everywhere to contend with. That probably undermines your ability to, you know, give maximum effort, right? <laughs> Does he do that a lot? Before every game. Before every game. Yeah. Did you give him the business when he was on hard knocks throwing up everywhere? Nah, no. Nah, I mean, it, we've come Should've. to expect it. <laughs> we've come to expect it. All right, let's ask this question then. That's what I was going to get to. Cuddy, cap, or draft the Houston Texans edition. What's the best solution here? Because you guys, like I say, it's not like if things can break right two or three years from now, we we might win a Super Bowl. I think 2017, you guys are built to win a Super Bowl right now. You guys are loaded yeah. if the QB works out. No disrespect to Tom Savage, but if you want to fail safe, if Tom Savage were to you know hurt a toe today and he couldn't play in 2017, who's the best choice, Cuddy, cap, or the draft? I don't know much about the draft this year, to be honest. Um, so what I, about Jay Cutler? You've been around long enough. I feel like when he's surrounded by talent, he succeeds. He has an elite arm. Yeah. You know, that's never been in, in question. Uh, he can make some big-time throws. Uh, he's, he's he's a good player to me. You know, um, a lot of people have a knock on him, you know, for whatever reason. 
but uh, he's he's got a lot of talent. I don't want to put you on the spot because Tom Savage is your guy now, and so that's the only guys who can't really, you know, they put you on the spot to say, I'd rather have Kaepernick than that, you know. But Kaepernick, though, would be an interesting play there given the model that the 49ers of 2011-ish laid out for the rest of the league, which is to say dominate on defense, and you have a couple special playmakers out there, including a guy like Kaepernick. Just make a couple plays. Don't turn the ball over. That's a winning formula, it seems. He's got a lot of talent too, man. You know, um, in that that, that team that they had, you know, great defense. They had a great running game, and they had a couple players for him to to, to pitch the ball to, and obviously he's a big-time dual threat. You know, he's one of the, you know, fastest quarterbacks the league has ever seen. So, you know, he brings a lot to the table as well. I'd like to see him get a shot, too. I talk about teams that need QBs. I can't believe Colin Kaepernick's name isn't uh, being offered up there as uh, the solution for several teams. Uh, let's, uh, you're, you're, a, uh, you're a, a large fella, you know, big. What are you, like 6'7"? Six, 6'5". Six, five. Six, five. You seem much taller than that when you, when you shadowed our door there. Oh. No, rare, if ever, Emma VP behind the glass has anyone in 66 been as large as Dwayne Brown. Is that fair? I think that's fair. All right. So maybe you can make me feel better and help me restore some dignity. Everybody makes fun of me because I like to drink a nice rosé. We're in Southern California. It's warm outside, a nice crisp rosé, maybe even if it has some bubbles to it, some sparkling rosé, if you please. Is that uh, acceptable or, or, you know, or do you look down on me as a man? I don't look down on you. Thank you. Not I mean, mine. literally you no. do. Like yeah. we said, you're six five, but it's not my go to. Uh, oh, but oh, hey man. Well, that's that's kind of passive aggressive. No, no, you can do it. Look, look, I would. When, do when it. we hang out, you have your rosé, and I'll have whatever I have, and no judgment. Okay, see, that's that's all I ask. Yeah. That's all I ask for. Couple food related questions for you. Um, what cereal has the best residual milk? Uh, you know, all man, the cereals gone. It's just the milk's left now. Uh it had to be a tie between uh, Cocoa Krispies mm-hmm. and uh, – Good choice. I like that. Very chocolate. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Everybody loves the cinnamon. Toast. I like Frosted Flakes too, though. Can I? T- that's a good one too because the yeah. sugar rubs yeah. off. I like the uh, Apple Jacks too. Apple it turns Jacks. pink. You know, it's kind of yep. nice. Like a rosé, if you will. There you go. Um, is chili a soup? No. 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 Would you ever have chili and soup at one sitting? If you and I are out and I'm drinking rosé, you're like, yeah, I'm going to have an appetizer and then I'm going to have a main course. Would you ever get soup and chili, chili or soup? Chili and soup. Uh, I wouldn't. That's, that's, that's too too close. It is close. Yeah. Close. Too close to have both. Too close. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, and, uh, and what's the best egg preparation? Hmm. I like scrambled eggs, uh, but also – have been eating hard-boiled eggs more there you lately. Go. That's good. Yeah, I think that's the right way. Yeah. You know what's nice? A soft-boiled egg. Poached, too. I hate that. Well, I mean, all right. I mean, Sorry. you don't have to attack everything. Every, <laughs> My wife loves it, and I always look at her funny when, whenever she eats it. All right. What's what's your favorite activity? Favorite activity? Uh, basketball. Ba- playing basketball? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Ready? This is a new game. This is a uh, a mind bender to see what really matters to you. Alrighty, here we go. I'm going to give you four items. Mm-hmm. You tell me whichever one you put in first position. You can do unlimited for the rest of your life. Got you. Whichever's in second position, once every three months, and then that's it. Got you. Third position, once every three years. The fourth one, never again. Ready? Okay. Here we go. TV, sex, pizza, playing basketball. <laughs> What was the third one? Pizza or sex. I forget what order I read them in. Uh, all right. Pizza, TV. Pizza will be last. No more pizza for you. I don't have to have I don't understand people who say goodbye to pizza forever. I don't have to have You that. can sustain yourself on it forever. In fact, if I didn't love TV so much, I would say pizza because I could eat it forever. You see? Uh, I, like you could eat pizza every day. There's no other food that fits that description. You can't eat anything else every day. But you could eat pizza. But anywho, this isn't my list. This yeah. is yours. Go ahead. Uh, number one. Goodbye to pizza. Sorry, Dwayne Brown. Sorry, pizza. It said I might eat day. pizza in front of you while I drink rosé <laughs> just to torment you. Go ahead. Uh, every day, three months, and three years. That's right. Oh, man. TV, pizza, sex. All right. The three years would be 
uh, TV. Oh, all right. Sex Gonna be watching one. any games. Oh, sex is number sex one. Sex number one. Okay, all right. Basketball number two. Basketball once every three months. No TV. So does this mean like I can't watch? That's it. You Netflix can't watch on it. My iPad. No, that's it. It's not TV though. From this day, well, that's a loophole. <laughs> See, you're very clever. I don't like that. All right, listen. Oh, we have one more thing for you uh, to do here. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna get. Uh, Let's get a dear Ike. Oh, we should do that. Yes. If you have uh, our pal Ike Taylor, who you played against in 2008 as well. By the way, David Carr works here. If you want to catch I up saw with him, him. Yeah. did you catch up yeah. with him? Did you talk to him about James? Did you say like a sorry about what happened against uh, Harrison? About uh, he wasn't there then. Oh, he wasn't there no. yet. Or had, he might not have spoke to me if he was there. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, what are we going to do about the uniforms? Let's, let's let's jazz them up a little bit. I'm right? with you on that one. I talked to Arian Foster some years ago about this, and he ag- agreed 100%. Yeah, he yeah. had some ideas too. You know what fixes it, though, without a major overhaul? Just go back to the red socks. That's it. Why the navy pants with the navy socks? It looks weird. The red socks with the navy pants. That's a winner. I know. I switched my combinations up on Madden when I play. So mm-hmm. Oh, you can do that. Yeah. So I always I always come back and report it, you know, the the results and what I thought about it, but it falls on deaf ears. Does uh has Bill O'Brien yelled at you? He seems scary. He doesn't care so, about uniforms at all. No, does he care but has he yelled at you about anything? No. He doesn't yell at you. He seems like he, he he'd get uh, get under your skin. You know, he 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 has a bit some guys that yell at you, you kinda like, ah, whatever. He seems like he would actually intimidate actual uh, large human beings true uh yeah he's, he's intense man he seems uh, he's intense but he's a great coach so outside of him yelling and screaming there's a lot of constructive criticism i buy it man it's, from it. like i say i you know it's no uh, i guess it is a little disrespectful but if you guys just get some good qb play you guys should have been in this i i have often said 2011 when you went to baltimore you had them beat uh, Arian Foster was having a day that fourth quarter. You were grinding them, and the Ravens had. Do you remember that towards oh, yeah. the end of that game? I remember. As you guys got going in the fourth quarter, you were rolling them play after play, six yards uh, a, a touch for Arian Foster. They had no answer, and they called a uh, or TJ Yates for what uh, decided to throw a deep ball that Ed Reed picked off. I think you guys really that was uh, that was a year you could have wound up in uh, in New Orleans and playing for the Super Bowl. Yeah, we were close. You remember? I mean, th- I remember that that, that felt that way to you. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, yeah, you guys. I mean, you were physically uh, defeating the Ravens that day, and they yeah. just that one turnover turned it around. Dwayne Brown, what a pleasure. We hope uh, all works out at the quarterback and beyond for the Houston Texans this year. I'd like to see you guys break through because I I, I I really love the way that team's built. You got some good guys on that team, including you. Let's you know what we'll figure it out all out over a big rose and uh, not pizza in the uh, in the near future. All right. Sounds good, man. There he is, Dwayne Brown of the Houston Texans. Everybody. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 